the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself. Hello, we're so glad that you joined us today. This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. We believe that this teaching from God's Word will empower you to live a full, impactful life in Christ. As always, you can access this teaching and more for free on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. Let's get into the Word as we continue the teaching from our previous broadcast. But watch this next piece. And by the way, this is not the word uh, about a man's faith. This is about a woman's faith. We're still important. Guys, we can learn from this still, okay? Even though it's not us. Because she, because she, because she judged him, God, faithful. Meaning all this happened because she, not just Abraham, because she, judged him faithful. Now the word translated faithful, Alexis and Jay, is, is, is the term chief, chief, chief. So she judged him chief is really what the scripture says or, or, or yeah, 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 yeah. So underlying some of her doubts, and I've had God do great things with, with me, and I still had doubts in my head. But under all the, the doubts, the chief thought on her mind. You may have your minor doubts, but if the chief thought, is anybody hearing me? But the chief thought in her mind, was my God is faithful. Even when I cannot figure it out, he's faithful. Even when it looks like it's too late, he is faithful. Even if it's never been done before, he is faithful. Even when I can't see it, even when I can't feel it, he's faithful. And because she did this, and no one can do this for you, Because she did this, because she judged him faithful, who had promise. How are you judging God as it relates to your marriage, as it relates to your children, as it relates to your latter years in life? How do you judge God as it relates to your singleness? What's your judgment of God when it gets a little bit hard? She judged him faithful 
who had promised. Therefore, therefore, whenever you see a therefore, you need to what? See what it's there for. (laughs) Therefore literally means, you know, it's English, the result of or consequently. And what the scripture is saying is because of Sarai's or Sarah's assistance, everything else we're about to read comes to pass. Therefore, from one man, because of her, he's just talking about Sarah, therefore connects to Sarah. And him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude. Whew. Innumerable. And this is what God's about. We're about to step into innumerable. You can't put a number on what God's about to do. Innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. Now, Abe gets all the glory, but like most great men, his real secret was his wife. If you can accomplish your dream all by yourself, it is too small. I love this particular African proverb. It goes like this, and they would have to travel and do a lot of things by foot. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Yeah. Hebrews eleven seventeen. the story continues. And it goes back to Abraham. By faith, is that word again, Abraham. When he was tested. This verse is in here because scripture is not trying to give us the wrong impression. After they gave birth to the promised baby, the story didn't end there. And it wasn't like, you know, and they lived happily ever after. Because God wasn't finished yet. And at times in my life, I put the finish line in the wrong place. I'm like, Lord, you know, I, I, I put the finish line. And that's why I'm frustrated when I find out a little bit more and I got to go a little bit further because I put a false finish line. How many of y'all put some false times on things too? You know, it's going to happen with the next three months, six months. It's like God, why? It's like, I never told you it's going to happen in six months. I never made that promise to you. He done made that up and, and you want to hold me to it. But after they had the baby, after they got married, after they came to the altar And gave their life to Jesus and then went home alone. They were tested. They were what? Yeah, he was tested. God will bless you, but then also test you in the area of his blessing. You might have missed that. God will test you in your area of blessing. Abraham, when he was tested offered up this offering was a test offered up Isaac God never uses anyone greatly until he tests them deeply he needed to make sure that Abraham valued the giver of the gift more than the gift he had to ensure that uh you know, the source was more important than, than, than the resource to Abraham, that the provider was more important than the provision. And God tests us with what he has given us 
to make sure our faith stays in the right place. I know, I know, I know. So I'm going to look on this side of the room. So marry folk. God, you know, brings you together and you, you get married and it's, it's a happy day and everyone's so happy and, and uh, then y'all go home. And in that place of blessing, it's often the place of the test. But what happens is you believe God for the right mate, spouse. But then when you got the spouse, you're just looking to the spouse to get his or her act together in order for you to be happy. You stop looking to the source and started staring at the resource. So I learned early in my marriage, though my wife is perfect, she is a resource. God has resourced her to me, but she is not my source. So she doesn't get it, doesn't like it, doesn't understand it. I'm looking to him. And tests will come, whether your confidence is in your source or that resource that he has brought into your life. By the way, that's what offering's about each week. God blesses us in the area, then he tests us in that area. Say, will you trust me? And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, in Isaac, your seed shall be called. Now, when God spoke to Abraham, again, um, you know, they waited a hundred years of their life to have this baby. He's a hundred years old. He has a baby. Old Sarah has a baby. So they, they have a baby. And, and it's a beautiful baby. And, 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 and it's brought joy to, to the eyes of, of, of Abraham and the life of, of Sarah. They, they, they just brought richness. And, and then God says... The thing that you have waited for, the miracle that I have given you, I need you to sacrifice. And on the surface, it looked like God was contradicting himself. God, I thought you wanted to bless us. I thought we'd receive favor. I thought you loved us. How is it you're going to bless us and then ask us, to give back or give up to you the thing you gave to us. And in his thinking was, God, you promised that all the nations of the earth would be blessed through my seed, singular seed, the Messiah. You, you pronounced that. And, and since, you know, the Garden of Eden, they were waiting for the one to arise that would, would, would crush the head of the serpent. And, and I was expecting that the baby, you promised that it would come through Isaac and not Ishmael. But if Isaac dies without children, how can that happen? God, you're contradicting yourself. God, it doesn't make sense. But our cynicism about the things of God we're about to learn in this verse here is really just a failure of imagination. It is by giving that we receive. Watch this. Concluding is so easy to pass over that word. This means Abraham sat back and thought about his situation. So faith is not always an emotional high. 
Faith doesn't always feel good. He had, when, when God said this, he had to pull back and think this thing through. Concluding that God was able. What is your conclusion when it seems that God is contradicting himself? If you look at things only an inch deep, you only look at things on the surface. What will be your conclusion? Most people would have walked away from God. But watch Abel's, I'm sorry, Abraham's conclusion. Concluding that God was able, watch this, to put him down, take from him, reduce him, to raise him up. He reasoned. And faith thinks a certain way. He reasoned. One more time. Faith thinks a certain way. Faith doesn't always feel a certain way. But faith thinks a certain way. So he reasoned. By the way, when I look at these scriptures, it's through the lens of faith. I read the narratives. And when you look at this Bible and look at your life, may it be through the lens of faith. You see every contradiction. You see every challenge. He concluded after giving it careful thought that God was able to raise Isaac up. So he's like, well, if God wants me to sacrifice Isaac, if God wants me to give this thing up, He must be about to raise the dead because his promise and his word to me cannot fail. And my God is a good God. How do you reason when God doesn't seem to make sense? What do you imagine when God doesn't make sense? How you reason and what you imagine when it's hard will determine your place in sacred history. Concluding, what's your conclusion in your situation? That's your faith, not what you feel. It's your conclusion. It's ultimately what you decide you're going to do and the attitude you're going to maintain and have. Concluding, What do you do when only a miracle will do? What what, what do you do when on the surface? God doesn't make sense. I'll tell you what you do. You come to some conclusions. If God be for me, who can be against me? He who spared not his only son, will he not along with him give me all things? That I may not understand it, but my God is faithful. And I will take just another step and another step. It is dark. It is murky. I feel things on my feet. There's seaweed. There's all types of crab. But I will take another step and another step because I have reached a conclusion That God wouldn't send me to it if he couldn't get me what? Through it. 
concluding that God was able to raise him up even, watch this, even, watch this, even from the dead. Fear is all a what if, what if, what if. Faith is even if. Even if. Even if it delays. Even if I got to slay him. Even if it goes south for a while. God is faithful and he'll raise that thing up. So yeah, they may have stole from me, but dear God, God will get it back to me seven times. Yeah, it hurt me. Maybe I lost some things, but, but God knows how to get it back. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's not what if it happens. It's even if it happens. God got me. He will keep me. He will preserve me. You hear me? And I'm really talking about you. He'll do it. He'll do it. He'll do it. He'll do it. He'll do it for you. Even, even from the dead. I mean, death is the most final thing you got going. I mean, dead is, I mean, dead. I mean, but it's like even from the dead. I mean, you're in the hospital, at least you're not dead. You, you, you hooked up to, to the units and, and no, not a lot of activity on the machines and stuff, but you're not dead. There have been miracles and, and stuff has just happened, you know. But dead, people don't come back from dead. Now, Jesus came back from the dead. That's why it's a miracle. But even everyone else that, that he raised from the dead went back to die. You know, you know I used to live across the street from a cemetery. I got all these little stories this morning. And, uh, you know, at first it was a little bit scary. But then I realized the cemetery is probably the safest place. Them dead people ain't ever going to mess with me. They can't harm me. It's the living folk. <laughs> it's the people on my block. Sometimes the people in your house. <laughs> but he concluded that God was able to even raise from the dead. And then it says this. This is, this is about Imagination from which he also received him in a figurative sense. Meaning, in his heart, he imagined God raising him from the dead. Where does your imagination go when you get bad news? Where does your imagination go, again, when it takes longer, when God makes an ask? Where does your mind go? But he had even if faith. I want the type of faith that I could just kind of name it, claim it, and say this will never happen and and all good things and and tiptoe through the tulips for the rest of my life. But most of my life has been even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear. No, even if faith. I know I have felt disappointed and I'm being nice. A little frustrated because we came this far and now after all these years we had to 
squeeze into one service for a few weeks. But then I thought about these verses. And I'm like, what am I going to conclude based on our circumstances? So I began to process. Now, I'm not that smart, but I'm smart enough. Give me a little time. I'll catch up. I was like, well, if there was ever a time to just have one service, it's right now while people are streaming. And, you know, kind of the shadows were falling and, and I, I kind of sometimes can beat up on myself a little bit. And I really started feeling a little down about myself because despite my best, and guys, I have worked hard in this, our contractors have missed their deadline. But then it hit me. What is a few weeks compared to 30, 40, 50 years in our new facility? And here, here's, here's the big piece, and here's, here's the real piece. I started to get nervous about um, asking us, asking you for another financial push this resurrection Sunday. I was thinking, how did we get this far? And we still have to press. But then I thought about it. He has brought us 99 yards. Will he not take us one more? Will he who caused us to conceive not give us strength to bring it to turn? And I began the process. I said, I don't like this lesson. I don't appreciate this lesson. But I bet you if I live long enough, it's going to all make sense to me. But you know, it's really not about how you start. But how you finish. And what God is saying to me and what God is saying to you, finish strong, finish strong, finish strong, finish strong, finish strong, finish strong. I'm going to put my shoulder into it. I'm going to put everything I got into this last yard. I don't care how tightly they line up. I don't care how hard the enemy pushes. I'm going to make it over that line. I'm going to do a dance in the end zone. You hear what I'm I'm going to spike the ball. And we're all going to get the ring. We're all going to get the ring. The Bible calls it a crown. And there will be a soul winner's crown. For every soul that's one in that facility because of the faithful of those in that room, in this room, and those streaming right now. We will share a crown. And right now, every head bowed and every eye closed. This is the most important time of our service. If there are any live streaming, if there's any in this room, that want to receive Jesus that will give you strength to bring forth the purpose and vision he has for your life. Now you can do some things but you can't do the thing God has created you for without him. 
right now with every eye closed, every head bowed. In a moment, I'm going to ask you to lift your hand. If there's any in this room, it says, I need a God like the God of Abraham. A God that can work on things even when it's too late. Abraham made mistakes along the journey, but God was merciful and forgave. And now we look back on him as the father of the faith. Though he was a man with weaknesses and even sins. So the most important thing you can ever do in your life is receive forgiveness from God. The pardoning of your sin. We are a sinner or sinners. And apart from God's grace, we're pretty hopeless. We're like that ladybug flipped on its back. It can never flip itself over. That's how severe sin has marred us and marked us. If there's any here that wants to experience the Lord Jesus Christ, you want to be born again. You want to enter a kingdom whose truth will never pass away. Principles will never fade. If you want to learn more about becoming a Christian or you feel that you need to rededicate your life to Christ, we want to walk you through the steps to do so. Go to gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more and watch videos from Bishop Greer that will guide you into your life in Christ. Again, that's gracechurchva.org salvation. You've been listening to Live Big with Bishop Derek Greer. We pray that God's word has equipped you to think big, do big, and live big in a way that your life overflows and blesses those around you. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. While you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.